And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champions for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you've got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Davin Fay. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colm Kyle hitting Finnerty. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and meet of the football champions. Hello listeners and welcome to another edition of the Builder We Are Mead podcast and as usual I'm delighted to be joined by Davy Risman. Davy, we have an awful lot to get through on this week's Builder We Are Mead podcast and um, with the ladies, a lot of the ladies finals were played on the weekend, there was Camogie semi-finals, there was hurling quarterfinals, relegation and loads of other things happening in the hurling as well, there was minor football, there was the intermediate uh, quarter final between Balnebracchi and uh, Clamna Gale and then we also have our Instagram interactive and we might even look ahead to next weekend's games where we will see the uh, semi-finals of the junior intermediate and uh, senior championship um, taking place but uh, you know even when you think Davy that we're getting a quiet weekend we don't get a quiet weekend no no rest for the wicked it's 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 brilliant though, you know, and there's a huge spread, obviously. We're getting to the business end of all the championships, whether it's in ladies, um, camogie or, or football or underage in terms of maybe under-17 competitions and also then the the adult levels at, uh, at hurling and football too. So it really is getting going. Um, we're, we're in for a busy, I think, three or four weeks, but, you know, we love it as does everybody else, I think. Yeah, it's the business end of the, of the season, as they say, and... Uh, this is where everybody will be fighting it out for the right to win their respective trophies. And uh, I suppose talking of winning trophies, we'll start off with the ladies' football, Davy. And uh, I might just run through the results and then you can uh, give your thoughts. Or if you want to stop me at any stage, you can fire ahead. So the Junior C final was played on the weekend. And Kilbride came away with a one-point victory here over Trim. It was 1-8 to 10 points. The Junior B final was also played, but Minalvi, who have steamrolled their way through that Junior B championship, winning this one very convincingly, 5-14 to Clonard's one goal and seven. In the Junior A final, it was Clonagale, five goals and nine to screens, four goals and nine, the three-point victory there for Clonagale. Semi-finals, we said that both of them had won their semi-finals quite, uh, um, quite easily and that that could turn out to be a real high-scoring game. That's exactly what it was. And then in the intermediate final, it was Royal Gales, two goals and 19. It was D Rangers, three goals and six. And of course, the senior final, the Keepak senior final will take place next Saturday between Simonstown and Dunhamore Ashburn. That's on, uh, at five o'clock, we believe, in Dunhamore Ashburn. So um, wishing both Simonstown and Dunboyne the very best in that. But Davey, looking through those, um, those finals, any of them stand out for yourself? Yeah, well, the, the junior final in particular sounds to be an absolute cracker between Clannagale and Screen. And we did predict that last week, Mickey, between us. We did say that, you know, it had all the makings to be a really close and tight uh, tussle between two really good sides. Um, Clannagale have been a little bit up and down in recent years, whereas Screen are a really young team up and coming. Um, and obviously, you know, 5-9 to, to 4-9 uh, suggests an absolutely enthralling and thrilling game throughout. Um, the other one that's picked out, um, I'd picked out is uh, Minalvi. Yeah. I suppose comprehensively winning the Junior B, Mickey, and, and they've probably dominated, uh, you know, throughout the campaign. They beat Clonard in the group stages as well, which we mentioned last week. And uh, no surprise that they that they dispatched to Clonard again in the final over Invective on Saturday. I suppose the, the margin is maybe the little bit, of, of a surprise but I think the fact that Avine Corcoran um, she's a daughter of John I know John quite well she was player of the match and she was the goalkeeper for Manalvi so it's very unusual when you see a massive scoreline like that and the, the goalkeeper getting player of the match so what I take from that is and I watched a bit of this game on the stream on, on the media LGFA and she pulled off a couple of brilliant, brilliant stops. So, you know, the, the scoreline's probably a little bit harsh on Clannard, 
But Manalvi have such a great side. You know, they, they, they have the Smiths, they have the O'Briens, the Donahues, um, really, really good uh, players who actually play, obviously, with Kiltail and Hurling. And they have a big uh, contingent also on the Mead Ladies Camogie team as well. So they are quite strong and they're going back up to Junior A following the relegation last year. So uh, huge celebrations over there. I'd say that they'll probably go on until probably next weekend. Um, not sure where they're going on, but well, just, you know, they're probably going on. There'll, there'll be a lot of substantial meals over there around by Nalvi uh, sold over the next few days, I'm, I'm quite sure. Um, well, I, th- I think they went into, Caffrey's tucked them in for the, for the meal and, and a few drinks and that, uh, obviously with the substantial meals and that as well. The, the intermediate final is probably one that we should talk about as well, Mickey. Yeah. And again, not really much of a surprise um, with this one. I really fancied Royal Gales and Chocolate to do a bit of a job on D-Rangers. Um, and that's sort of the way it panned out. Credit to D-Rangers. They kept at it. I think they reduced the deficit to 10 by the full-time whistle. Um, and they were being beaten by a lot more uh, earlier in the game. So full credit to them for battling on. But let's be honest about Royal Gales, our senior team. To me, yeah. they should be down in intermediate this year. They've become a little bit of a yo-yo team. Not really sure. Do they just not buy into the senior and uh, they think that every second year it's a handy championship. I'm not really sure, but I'd love to see them. I'd love to see them giving the senior a really good crack next year, and hopefully they do because they have the potential to go on and probably fulfil uh, something like their neighbours Dunboyne have done in recent years from coming up into intermediate to actually competing and, and possibly challenging to win a senior championship. So, um, really busy weekend all round, and a great win for Kilbride as well. I suppose it's worth mentioning in uh, in the junior C as well. They beat Trim by a point. Um, so yeah worth giving them a mention so you know hectic weekend unfortunately nobody could go to the games but again the streaming was top class commentary provided programs and everything so you couldn't ask for anything more so hats off to the GFA yeah absolutely brilliant and, and well done to them for organising all those streams absolutely brilliant to see it happening and uh, to get the as much promotion for the LGFA as possible Um the, obviously, the senior final takes place next weekend, but uh, wasn't a great weekend for your own home club, Davy Rispin, um, St. Dalton's ladies. Yeah, it, it, just an absolute disaster, um, to be honest with you. Like, that's back to back relegations now. Unthinkable, to be honest with you, probably at the start of the year or going back two or three years, if you said to anybody in Mead circles that St. Dalton's would be a junior club in two years' time, they wouldn't have believed you. Um, but unfortunately, it probably teams, you know, when, when, <laughs> when girls get married and start having kids and stuff, like teams completely change a lot quicker than maybe in lads football to do. And the generation of players that they had, you know, going back to those 2015, 2016 championship winning sides have just elapsed. Now, in fairness, there's a few of them still soldiering away. Like Katie O'Brien was back this year. Then Sharon Kerrigan, Lane Duffy was playing great stuff. But there's just not enough um, probably younger players just coming on at this point in time. I think it might be a good opportunity for them to go down to junior and actually rebuild with a younger team, hopefully. Um, but going back to the game, they were so unlucky. Like It was over in St. Column Kills and our minors were actually playing just after it. And, uh, you know, Ulta put themselves in a really good position. Four points up with five minutes to go. Uh, Column Kills now the gap to two. And then they manufactured an absolutely brilliant winning goal with literally the last kick of the game to beat the Ultons by a point. So, you know, I have to give credit to Column Kills as well because that's a really good uh, result for them, you know, and, and obviously fighting to the final whistle uh, to preserve their status in intermediate for another year. But for St. Ultons, it's, uh, it's back-to-back relegations and um, down into junior A football next year. Yeah, just you said something there about, uh, you know, maybe it's a chance for them to regroup and, and start again from, from junior... You said the exact same thing last year. We didn't, and I don't mean that in a bad way. We just couldn't have foreseen them going down to junior and and, and a stroke of bad luck and maybe a stroke of uh, fortuitiveness for um, St. Colum Kills getting that goal with the last kick of the game. But I suppose the game's never over till the final whistle and well done to St. Colum Kills and getting that win. Devastating for St. Dalton's. But as you said, hopefully they'll come back stronger, regroup, get a few of the younger players playing a bit of junior and they can work their way back up. Champions in Mead as recently as 2015 when they beat Old Castle in that final. So, yeah, it's, it, it is very disappointing. We're going to move on now from the ladies' football and we're going to speak about the Camogie semi finals that uh, took place on the weekend as well, Davy. In the senior, we just, well, we just have the senior uh, semi final results. Nafina 216, Dundery 5 points, Kilmesson 421, Bartot 2 goals and 9, which sets up a mouthwatering tie between last year's finalists, Nafina and Kilmesson. 
Yeah, as expected. Again, pretty comprehensive as to be expected. I suppose the two group winners coming through unbeaten thus far and doing the job that was required in the semi-final and beating Ratoth and Dundry respectively. Um, and it sets up that tantalising prospect of a, of a rematch of last year's decider where obviously uh, Nafina toppled, uh, I think it was the 10 in a row, uh, seeking Kilmessen at the time, which yeah. was just uh, remarkable. And it's probably... They've, they've just continued on in that similar vein, to be honest with you, Nafina. Now, it's, it's a strange one because I suppose both of them are going to go into a final having not realistically been tested, um, which is a bit of a unique one for both teams to go in. Normally, if, if one team goes in, that'd be unusual enough. But for both teams to go in purely because they were kept on separate sides of the, the drawn in different groups. So, I mean... Uh, Naveen are, are the reigning and defending champions so you, you know you have to respect that um, but Kilmessen clearly have the bit between their teeth again and they want to get their crown back and uh, I, I, we'll have to get somebody on the on the show to preview it and, and get a couple of arguments across because I, to me I just wouldn't be in a position to split them I don't know what you think Mick yeah, no, same as, and, and, and Kilmessen have a, a, have a great carrot in front of them, the fact that Nafina did topple them last year. I think they had done the 10 in a row. I think they were going for 11 or whatever. But, 11, right. But, well, look, one of, us, one of us is probably right and one, the other one is wrong. But look, we know that Kilmessen have been up there for so long. And, uh, you know, it's testament to them to come back after losing that run of, mm. of, of final wins uh, last year to Nafina and to be back in that senior final this year just shows that the hunger Kilmessen have and we wish them all the very best luck in that senior final against the senior Camogie final against Nafina it's going to be a cracking final that's one thing that is for sure and hopefully by the time that Camogie final is played we will have uh, uh, our supporters or, or, or a certain amount of supporters back in at those games it'd be brilliant um, for everybody to get out and support both Nafina and Kilmessen in that final we're going to move on now, Davey, to some hurling uh, results. And in the senior quarterfinals, it was Nafina, three goals and 13, Longwood, uh, 11 points. And Kildalki, 318, Kilmessen, 112. Kilmessen's uh, male hurlers uh, not having the same luck as the, the Camogie girls. Um, and uh, that means now that Nafina will take on Rathoth and Kildalki will take on Trim in the semi-finals that will take place on the weekend of the 26th and 27th of September. There was one other game. We'll just go to that very quickly. It was the senior relegation, and it was uh, Blackhall Gales, 13 points, Navano Matneys, uh, 12 points. So Navano Matneys back down to intermediate hurling. Um, I think they came up maybe three years ago. They won the intermediate uh, championship, so uh, they've had a short stint back in uh, senior ranks so um, disappointing for Navin O'Matneys but uh, Blackhall Gales you know just cementing themselves as a senior club for another year Yeah doing enough exactly Blackhall um, I know Alan Nestor got an awful rap of a hurl he's been uh, getting stitches in A&E but he's quite happy to have the two points and or, and two points and obviously preserving their status um, so he's delighted he has a big thing up on Instagram so uh, congratulations to Ness and the lads over in Blackhall they're, they're safe for another year and they can uh, Put their feet up now for the winter. They're, they're done in both codes. So, uh, decent years, but they'll, they'll probably want to kick on next year. Just going back to the games that you mentioned, Mickey, um, that's a brilliant, brilliant win for Nafina, um, to be honest with you. They, yeah. they couldn't be split by the bookies in the week, even money apiece. I actually fancied Nafina um, purely on the basis that they've been going ever so well in both codes thus far. Long would have been a little bit inconsistent, I suppose, across football and hurling. Um, and Nafina doing a bit of a job on them, to be honest with you, winning that one comprehensively enough. And uh, booking Double their scores. Position. Yeah, exactly. So booking their uh, position in the semi-final uh, to match their football achievement. And I suppose for all of the talk about Ratote doing the double and uh, maybe Kildalki and Beliver doing the double and a couple of others, there was not one mention of Nafina doing it, but yet they're in the last <laughs> four of both. So, you know, who knows what could happen. I suppose in the other game, as expected, Kildalki doing what was expected and, and getting the result over Kilmes and, and not really surprised. This is going to maybe come across as a little bit disrespectful, but the game was probably more of an inconvenience for them this week because they were obviously beaten last week by Ratoth, which meant they had to play this weekend. Had they won, they would have had two weeks of a gap until the football semi-final yeah. next weekend. But they, they did a professional job, as you'd expect, um, from the reigning and defending senior champions in the county. They're in the semi-final. They'll play a trim. What a game that promises to be as well. Um, so, and, and obviously, Ratoth and, and Nafina in the other one, that could be 
potentially that could be the senior football final as well. Yeah. So, uh, who knows? Yeah. Well, looking at it, all four teams have a chance of doing the double. Trim of the double if they could win the intermediate football. Um, uh, Rathoth, obviously, in the senior. Naveen in the senior. And Kildalki somewhere else in the senior. Um, it's uh, really interesting. And then Kilmessen, had they beaten Kildalki and gone into the semi-final, their, their uh, football club, Dunsany, were also in a, a semi-final. So, you know, it's amazing to think it just shows you maybe that uh, this year, having not had such a big, heavy workload all year between league and Fesh Cup yeah. and everything and, and, and the Hurling League and all the different, the, the Davis Cups and all this kind of thing, that maybe teams were much fresher and were able to go about both codes and give them a, a hell of a lash. Longwood being the exception to the rule in those quarterfinals, so they just had a bad year um, all around. But uh, yeah, it's interesting that all four teams in the senior hurling semi-finals have a chance of doing the double, um, which is remarkable. Moving on to uh, the intermediate quarterfinals, Davy. Kilskier Myla, four goals and 16. Drumree, one goal and nine. Trim seconds, four goals and 13. Rathmaline, three goals and 15. A one-point victory there for Trim over Rathmaline in what looked to be a, an absolute cracker of a game. Um, and that now means that Boardsmill will take on Kilskier Myla and Wolftones will take on Trim seconds and those semi-finals take place on the 26th and 27th, the weekend of the 26th and 27th. Relegation games, Dundery 4-19, Gail Column Kill 1-7. That means that Gail Column Kill are relegated to Group B of the Intermediate Championship. And then Kiltail Seconds 1-10, Dunhamer Ashburn 18 points. And that means that Kiltail Seconds are relegated to the Junior Championship now. So um, some interesting ones there in the Intermediate hurling as well. Yeah, the big one for me is obviously that Trim, uh, Ratmaline one, Ratmaline being a first team, Trim uh, second team, and uh, sounded like a humdinger of a game on, on Saturday evening with Trim coming out uh, victors by the narrowest of margins. I think a, a 65 with the last puck of the game was the decisive score um, to get Trim over the line and uh, I suppose booked their passage to the semi-finals in the intermediate to match that of their senior counterparts as well. So, you know, great, great going in, in the Trim club. They're going full blast on, on every field to be honest everything. with you at the minute making you know everything they're absolutely flying as a club it's great to see and you know sometimes those sort of things just happen for a club and, and you just have to go with it and, and ride that wave I suppose when it does happen because it, it very rarely you know materialises like Absolutely but like when, when you look at the success Trim have had at underage level over the last 10 years you know it just means that they have this multitude of quality uh, players coming through and it, it only makes sense that their second team is going to be very strong as well if they can keep as many of those players still playing hurling when they get to uh, 19, 20, 21, 22 and um, great work in fairness to them uh, all over there in Trim and, and uh, to have all three the, 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 the footballers the senior hurlers and the junior hurlers I'm not sure how the the, the trim second uh, football team the junior football team is going but uh, we can see that their their senior footballers, their uh, senior hurlers, and their, uh, their hurling second team as well, all flying at the moment and, and through to semi-finals, which is brilliant. I think that's everything. Now we, we talked about the relegation there as well. Um, Gail Column Kill relegated to Group B, and of course Kiltail Seconds relegated to uh, the Junior Championship. We're going to move on now to some football results from the weekend, and uh, there was only one um, male football uh, match that took place on the weekend, and it was. The meeting of Balnebracky and Clonmagale in the Mead Potato Company um, intermediate quarter final, the only quarter final of any of the football championships this year, due to the fact that there was five groups in the intermediate football. And uh, Davy Balnebracky won fourteen, Clonmagale not nine, and uh, that was after extra time, I believe. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it wasn't. No, uh, just, just uh, I suppose for people, Mickey isn't mistaken. He actually saw last week, which is try, he's trying to worm his way out of it. But uh, in fairness, there was, I suppose at half time, maybe the draw looked good. But uh, credit to Balnebracky second half, they were they were superb. They were really were. They were slack, they were poor in the first half, to be honest with you. And Clannagale playing against a strong breeze were only two points down. They would have really fancied the job in the second half. Damien Carroll sent off, you know, 10 minutes into the second half. Clannagale playing with an extra man. And Balnebrecki just hit the turbo and they just blasted on. And uh, 
absolutely swatted Clan uh, aside. Really impressive uh, manner of victory as well. And it just caps off the most remarkable of weekends for the club. They booked their passage uh, to a minor final in Division 3 over the weekend, winning their semi-final. We'll come to that score in, in a minute. But they also won a Premier Championship as part of a double header with their intermediate footballers in Navan. That game was at, uh, I think, 11 or half 11 in Park Talton uh, on today, on Sunday afternoon. So- and they beat Ratoth in the Division 6 Premier Championship final. And then their intermediates go out half an hour later and, uh, and beat Clan Gale and just caps off the most remarkable weekends for the club. So, you know, full credit to them. I, I, uh, we'll, we'll hear from their manager um, and, and Nicky Judge also in, in our Loyal Royals podcast. But they, they, they have such a trek to come to Navin. They always make the journey worthwhile. And you'd have to say that the few spins they made this weekend, my word, did they do that. What a weekend for the club. Yeah, absolutely incredible when you look at it and, and to think that their minors are true, as you said. Um, and uh, and to go out and put up that score against Clon McGill in the second half of that game, against the wind, down a man, and, you know, having had their, their Premier Reserve team playing just before them. So I'm sure they would have had to take players and use players from the Premier in their uh, as subs. Did they use any, Davy? Did they use any players in their senior game? From, from, from the Premier Reserve game, uh, Premier Championship game that was held before? No, I didn't notice anyone that came on. Now, there was a few, uh, few performances that would certainly merit them to be in the shake-up for maybe getting a place on the bench for next week's semi-final against St. Michael's, by all means. Uh, we played them over there in the first round, the Premier Championship, actually, and I uh, was really impressed with them. And... What's more is they actually play the very same system as what their first team plays. So they have the same management and they actually play the same system. And for a second team, particularly a rural club like Balnebracchi to be doing that, that's what impressed me most. And I actually caught the last 15 minutes of the Premier game and that's what got them over the line, to be honest with you. Their game management, their possession. Uh, like for a Division 6, I suppose, second team final, you wouldn't expected, you wouldn't have expected the quality and uh, I suppose the nous that they showed, but you know, hats off to them. They were absolutely brilliant. And uh, they certainly took a little bit of limelight off their intermediate side, I'd say. Yeah, they did indeed. But you caught up anyway with Gordon McDonald and Nicky Judge from um, uh, Balnebracchi after that great victory over Clonmagale. And uh, anybody who wants to uh, listen in to our previews of the intermediate semifinals, of course, the junior finals as well, junior semifinals, and the Furio Steel Senior Championship semi-finals, head on over to our Loyal Royals, Loyal Royals podcast on Patreon forward slash We Are Mead, and you'll be able to get all of those interviews and all those previews of the semi-finals on our Patreon service. Are you ready to start a construction project? Here is five reasons why you should choose Buildor. You come first. Your goal is our goal. You'll benefit from our years of experience. You will have a one-stop shop at your doorstep. Your project will be on time and on budget. Call us today on 046 90 or email us at info at builder.ie. Builder, your local go-to construction company. Davey, um, minor results. I think we might have a few minor results um, from during the week as well. Yeah, it was a very busy weekend in the minor championship. So you had the minor semi-finals in both Cup and Shield. So every club was, was sort of involved. So I'll run you through them, not in a division by division. I'll run you through from Friday to, to Sunday results um, as they go. So the first one up on Friday night was the big one. It was between St. Column Kills and Dunboyne in the Division 1 semi-final of the Cup. And it was St. Column Kills who recorded a really comprehensive 3.18 to 7 points win over St. Peter's Dunboyne. Excellent win for them there. In the Shield semi-final in Division 1, Jalik Bellewstown uh, had a great win over screen, 3.12 to 12 points. In Division 2 of the Minor Championship, it was Navin O'Mahony's beating Cleary Emmets in the semi-final of the Cup. 13 points to 12, a real narrow uh, game there and a brilliant, brilliant win for Navin O'Mahony's against an excellent Cleary Emmett side. That's Sydney and Castletown, who've been a breath of fresh air in that Division 2 Championship this year. Um, going into Division 5 then, uh, it was uh, Dundry recording a handsome victory over Longwood, 313 to 2-7. That was in the Cup. And in the Shield, it was St. Vincent's Curaha, uh, 312, which is 21 points to Minolte and Karen Ross's 6-9, which is 
24 points, so a three-point <laughs> victory there. Oh, from it's Manon. more. Six it's more. 6-9 is, six, six, is 27. 27, sorry. So a six-point win there from Minolte Canross against St. Vincent's in a thoroughly entertaining game by the sounds of it. Um, Division 4, Shield semi-final. Retote, what a win this was. 9-12 to Manalvi Boards Mills, 2-8. So an absolutely massive win for uh, Retote in that one. Those were the games on Friday. Moving on to Saturday then in... Division 6 of the Minor Championship. Clannagale 114, Oldcastle 111. And Beliver recording a really uh, big win over Dunham Ashburn, which would be their second team. Uh, 416 to three points. Then going into Division 1 uh, in the other semi-final to Giants and Colin Kills in the final, it was Dunshockland who thumped Summerhill 317 to 1-6. Huge, huge win for them there. And in the Shield semi-final, it was a total 315 Kells won for a forgettable Division 1 campaign for Kells. Probably just not, you know, Division 1 probably wasn't just the right grade for them. They, they had a tough time within that. Division 2 um, Cup semi-final, uh, Tunnamore Ashburn against Kilbride. And Kilbride and Cleary Emmets were the two stars of the group stages of this, but both came up short in the semi-finals. Tunnamore Ashburn got a 2.13 to 2.10 win over... Um, that superb young Kilbride side who are making uh, huge strides at underage football in Mead. In Division 2 Shield semi-final, Waterstown 9-15, Trim 4-12, a huge scoring game in that one as well. So wow. Trim well, but putting up 4-12, that's incredible scoring really. Um, yeah. Division four, 3, four, yeah. 4-12 will win you most games and 4-12 is a nice round number that Pierre Fox likes as well. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that's right. Uh, he still doesn't win any awards for it, but... Uh, <laughs> The, the aforementioned Division 3 uh, Cup semi-finals, Balnebracchi recorded a real narrow victory over St. Mary's Denor, 19 points to 2-11. So that was Balnebracchi into the final, where they will play Wolf Tones, who beat from Condramede Hill on a scoreline of 3-18 to 9 points. So Balnebracchi in the Tones in that Division 3 decider. In the Shield in Division 3, it was uh, my own St. Ultons and Corton Gales uh, unfortunately, coming up short against uh, St. Column Kills, uh, who were really the the foes of the weekend, I suppose, in the parish of Bormean. That game was obviously after the ladies' game. It was 5-13 to the Column Kills, 2-8 to ourselves. And in the other game, St. Michael's and Nobber booked their place in the Shield final with a 3-12 to 3-3 victory over St. Pat's. We're nearly there. Uh, getting into yeah. Division 4 knockout stages. Ballinlock, uh, back-to-back finals for Ballinlock. This is an amazing story, by the way, Mick. So they won Division 5 last year in the minor. They're in the Division 4 final now. So they've done back-to-back finals for the first time in their history. And they did it emphatically, beating St. Peter's Dunboyne by a scoreline of 5-12 to 4 points. Brilliant win for them there. Where they will meet Rakeni and Slane. That amalgamation beat another amalgamation in Bechtov and Dunsany, 117 to 111. And the other game in Division 5 of the Cup was Round Towers, which is Kilmaine and Madrabara, 215. Blackhall Gales 2-8. Um, just going to double-check to see that there wasn't any games on Sunday, which there wasn't. So that is all the minor games. And we are at final stages in the Cup and Shields. So that will be coming up in the next two weeks. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And, uh, you know, just... Uh, there's such an amount of, of, of teams uh, uh, involved over the weekend. It's absolutely brilliant. And uh, those finals will be ones to look forward to as well. Are you ready to start a construction project? Here is five reasons why you should choose Buildor. You come first. Your goal is our goal. You'll benefit from our years of experience. You'll have a one-stop shop at your doorstep. Your project will be on time and on budget. Call us today on 046 90 or email us at info at builder.ie. Builder, your local go-to construction company. Davey, I suppose, looking back over uh, our predictions from last week, and, and, and we've already mentioned that you picked Balnebracchi over Clonnagale, and I said to you at the time, I said you were, you, you were mad to pick your, your, your uh, predictions for the intermediate semi-finals. I said, that's unfair. We can't do that until we know the winner of that quarter-final. So, Davey, we're going to go back to the Meat Potato Company uh, intermediate semi-finals, and we are going to pick our uh, winners, our predictions for these uh, semi-finals. So um, the first of the semi-finals will see Trim and Kilmainham uh, shooting it out against each other in Park Tolchin on Saturday the 19th. And uh, it's at 3.30. And who are you going to go for, Trim or Kilmainham? I'm going to tell you already, 
I'm going to go for Trim. I just think it's a step too far for Kilmainham. Yeah, this is heart versus head, to be honest, uh, especially yeah. with me. Um, and I would absolutely give my, I wouldn't say I would give my right arm uh, for a Kilmainham win because I'm not that much of a Kilmainham man, to be honest with you. But oh. I, would, I would absolutely love to see them win this. Um, but the fact that I've tipped up Trim to win the championship from the start, obviously I think they'll, they're going to you know, make their way into the final and, and hopefully win it thereafter. But uh, I'm really looking forward to this game because I just think it, it has the potential to be very good purely because you have the, the hot favourites for the championship against the rank outsiders um, who aren't going to be given a prayer. But I'm going to go for Trim, but I hope to make them give a really good account of themselves. Yeah, same as, same as. And in the other semi-final, which will be played on Sunday, the 20th of September at 3.30, it's going to be St. Michael's against Balnebracchi. And having seen Balnebracchi, Davey, uh, are, you going to, are you going to say that Balnebracchi can beat the St. Michael's team in the, in the semi-final? Or are you going to be a St. Michael's fan? Um, and uh, I know you've got a lot of friends over there as well, and, you know, Rusty and the whole lot over there. So who's it going to be? Well, it's, it's not Rusty. It, it's oh, Davey, Davey, sorry. Davey, you're probably getting Davey. the bronze Adonis mixed up with yes. the bronze and rust. And bronze, yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I get that, no problem. Um, I, yeah, this is hard for his head a little bit too for me. Um, but I was really impressed with the way Balnebracchi responded to the adversity uh, that they found themselves in uh, this afternoon against Clannagale. And they have this unreal balance, which, which we'll hear um, Gordon MacDonald talking about on our Loyal Royals podcast defensively, Mickey, they are one of the meanest teams you could wish to see. They've shipped, they shipped nine points today against Clannagale, right? They, to the best of my knowledge, they've shipped four, eight, 12 points in their previous three games. So 21 points in four, four games, games of football. That's all they've conceded, right? Um, that's astonishing stuff. And they can mix it too, the other end. You know, they have players who can put the ball in the net and put the ball over the bar when they have to too. So... I think St. Michael's will have to work it out purely from a forward point of view because their forwards have been the ones that have probably got them out of jail. The likes of, you know, they, we always mention Panties and Oren um, Meehan and, and Shane McDonald is right, Mick. So they're going to have to work it out. They're going to be marked men. We'll preview this game in depth. But for me, it's going to be tight. It's going to be probably the closer of the semifinals with all due respect. But I'm going to go for Balnebracchi. Oh, well, I've gone for Balnebracchi as well. I've got them written down. So that's our predictions for all the semi-finals. We did have a quarter-final. It's kind of a... I suppose it was just a little added incentive. Um, and you get the win on that one. But I really, wouldn't really count it myself. Because it's I, all about I, the semi-finals. So um, in the semi-finals of the Junior Championship on Friday, the uh, 18th of September, it's going to be St. Vincent's versus Dunsany. That's at 8pm in Dunhamore Ashburn. Davy has gone for a Dunsany win, and so have I. On Sunday, the 20th of September, it's going to be Beliver versus St. Dalton's, and that's at 1.30 in Park Tolchin, and both of us went for a Beliver win in that one. We've gone through the intermediate. We're going on now to the Ferio Steel Senior Championship uh, semi-finals, and on Saturday, the uh, 19th at 5.30, it's Rathout versus Summerhill. That's in Park Tolchin as well. Both of us going for a Rathout win in that one. And then on Sunday, the 20th of September, uh, it's Nafina versus Gail Collum Kill, uh, Kells, again in Park Tolchin. Um, both of us have gone for a Gail Collum Kill win in that one. So just looking down them, we, we, we haven't differed on any of the semi-finals yet. Where we uh, actually differ is in the relegation. So in the relegation from the intermediate on the 19th, uh, Saturday the 19th, it's a bats against Ballon Lock. We've both gone for a Ballon Lock win there, actually. And then on Sunday the 20th, it's Trumbara versus Castletown. And I've gone for a Drumbarrow win and you've gone for a Castletown win. Then in the senior relegation on Friday the 19th of September, Centralstown will take on Dunshockland and you've gone for Dunshockland, I've gone for a Centralstown win. And then on Saturday the 19th of September, it's Curraha versus Nobber. And both of us going for Curraha. And yet we both spoke about how, 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 I suppose, how much they've been leaking at the wrong side of the field. And... Um, and that really, I think, out of all the relegation games, that could be a that could be a, a bit of an upset there. As in, I think Nobber could. There's no reason why Nobber couldn't get a win in that one. Um, maybe that's 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 brilliant. So we've the funny thing is, is that no matter what way the results go now in the semi-finals, you're going to win because you've got that Balnebracchi win. Because we've both gone for all the same in the semi-finals, so it's going to be down to the finals between the two of us when they do actually uh, when we have got the fixtures for them. So we're going to move on. Again, 
hectic, hectic We Are Mead, Build Our We Are Mead podcast this week. And we're going to move on to Instagram Interactive, Davy. And I believe you've had a lot of interaction in the last few days on Instagram, on the We Are Mead account, not on your own, I mean. Yeah, plenty on my own as well, you know, but uh, we, we won't go into that. Uh, I know, we can, we can. I know, is, with a different podcast. We, that, no. we, we, we interact with anybody, we'll say, from another jurisdiction or anything like that? Or? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but someone I was interacting with is the one and only Peter Duffy, and uh, yes. he was the first person to get involved, hot off the press. He says, Davy Rispin, trying to hit it off with the Manalby women on the Twitter, he says. Well, Davey, uh, I, I have been watching your Twitter account and I suppose like a, you, like a hawk, you've, you've, uh, you've, you've been liking and retweeting and commenting and putting up smiley faces and love hearts and stuff. So maybe he has a point there. Yeah, Pete, Pete, similar to yourself, Mickey, not much passes him uh, by you, but no, I was just recognizing the brilliant win from an Alvi, um, and, and the fact that they're probably going to have a meeting now at St. Dalton's next year, which should be a bit, a bit tasty as well. So I'm looking forward to that one already. Um, but no, that, that, yeah, that's all that was in that one. So um, yeah, moving yeah, on. Yeah. And, and Jelly's quickly followed it up actually with one of his own. And he says, Peter Duffy's wish list, a pair of Davy Rispin boots signed. And I still have to get that sorted from. Um, I need to find an old pair of boots. To be honest with you, I'm not great for, I don't know, do you keep many of your old boots? I don't really, to be honest No, with I you. don't care. They, they just go straight in the bin, so they do. Uh, it's funny, all of my football boots, if I, if I kept all of my football boots, it's, it's really funny because all of the left foot football boots are absolutely perfect. Perfect. The right, like my right foot. Ah, the, my, my right foot uh, uh, football boots are just all ripped and tattered and the whole lot like so they are. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll look, we'll, you know, we could even get a flip-flop or something like that and get you to sign it and send it over to Yeah, and he says if, he, if I'm in Navin next Sunday morning for the Premier Final where Peter Duffy will be uh, strutting his stuff on the, the grand old stage of Park Dalton, I think it's next Sunday morning slash early afternoon. Uh, that final for, for Simonstown. So I may well get in to see that. Uh, Joe McWeenie, uh, he said, some Column Kills miners were scary good, he said. And that was obviously in reference to that big, big win on Friday night against St. Peter's Dunboyne to book their passage into yet another minor final. Yeah, it was just like, but like the, the work that's going on, it's really funny. We, my under seven teams were playing against um, St. Column Kills on Saturday in Simonstown. And, like, I'm not messing. They had three or four throughout. There, was, there, was, there were the goal games, and you yeah. played three different games. And, and each of their teams, they had one absolutely outstanding footballer for under sevens. And one of the teams, there was a, a little fella, and he was no higher than me, knee, I don't think. He was soloing and, uh, with both right and left and scoring with both right and left catching the ball wave above his head. So Colin Kills have been doing amazing work at underage level over there. And, you know, it's, it, 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 they are scarily good. And what it, what it means is it's going to be scary for the future of, of, of club football and mead if St. Colin Kills can keep uh, producing the, that quality of footballer and bring them on. Um, club football-wise, it's scary. County football-wise, it's absolutely brilliant. Mm, absolutely, Mickey. The future is certainly bright. And um, Owen Muldoon just recognising that Oldcastle Miners are heading into a Shield final. So congratulations to the Oldcastle Miners. They're really looking forward to that one, clearly. Um, the next one is from Reese Maguire. And he says, Liam Limbo Ward kicking points in training from the 50 just for fun. And that is, uh, of course, Liam Ward from Drabara, who is probably in training for that big, big, big relegation uh, battle against Castletown next weekend. So he will probably have a big part to play, maybe with the freeze in the 45s. Yeah, well, look, it's all right doing them in training. Um, you know, you got to bring it to the, you got to bring it to the dance floor when it, mean, when it really means uh, something and that's during the game. Anybody can kick points uh, uh, un, uncontested in a training session from the 45 and the 50 metre line, but we got to do it in the game. So I wouldn't be, wouldn't be in too cocky about that now. Hmm. Ross Ryan, he says, Gavin McVan flying for the Kiltail Inters, lol. Well, I'm not really sure about that because they did get relegated over the weekend to, to junior. So um, a bit of tongue-in-cheek yeah. there from Ross about his own club mate, it has to be said as well. So it's an awful day. We all know these Summerhill lads don't really give two hoots who and what they're 
given out about, you know. Well, the funny thing is, like over there in Summerhill, it seems to be a case of, you know, uh, your friends are probably more lethal than your enemies. So you are, uh, so they are. And uh, really, week on week on week with Instagram Interactive, it just does seem that way. But um, yeah, Ross Ryan, I'm sure he's going to get a taste of his own medicine later on in the pod. Yeah, uh, Alex Williams, he said, Zach Griffin going on the no-carb diet for the Gales versus Nafina. So maybe Larwal has something up his sleeve that we're not aware of. Um, but that's an interesting uh, observation from Alex Williams. Yeah, no carbs diet. You know, carbs give you energy. Your insulin turns mm. carbs into energy. So that could be a that could be very defeatist, and it could be a, a step backwards. Sure. Um, two for Ballinlock. I'll read them out together. Uh, Tom Shine with the first one. He says Ballinlock back to back minor finals, and Niall McDonald came in and he says Ballinlock minors in another final. So um, we've already referenced it, but yeah, what an achievement for the club, especially it's been a difficult year for them. And, and at that level, they've really struggled and, and are obviously embroiled in a relegation battle. But fantastic to see that the future is bright and they are, of course, um, on their own this year as well. So, you know, they really are going from strength to strength. I have to read up on Susan Farrell's match reports from, both, uh, from, from, from that game and, and see if they were a little bit, uh, uh, let's say, um, less controversial this week <laughs> no generally when the win I think the referee does quite well and then yes yeah. are you ready to start a construction project here is five reasons why you should choose Buildor you come first your goal is our goal you'll benefit from our years of experience you'll have a one stop shop at your doorstep your project will be on time and on budget call us today on 046 90 or email us at Info at builder.ie. Builder, your local go to construction company. Uh, Alan Moore from uh, from the Bridgets, and he just said alcohol is the devil, and I can testify to that, Mr. Moore. Was was Mr. Moore with, with you on the weekend? Thankfully not, no. Um, no, no. But uh, look, alcohol is the devil. There's no doubting about it. Um, you know, uh, you can't burn the the candle and at both ends and uh, if you want to play football and you want to drink you know you're going to have to play junior football like me and, and, and me <laughs> <laughs> Zach Griffin's next uh, he's getting one back at Alex Whip- Williams by saying he faked being sick to miss the Shield semi-final for Kells so uh, strong claims there yeah yeah um, again there's a lot of faking going on over around that area I don't know what's going on Mm. Uh, speaking of faking Harry Dean says Mark Devlin and Sean Conlon addiction to floating around the town yeah um, I, I, I haven't been driving around Navin lately but like anytime I do drive around you do see the two of them just floating around scouting around the place um, you know that's, scouting uh, what? I don't know that's what I'm trying to figure out they're just you know they're just loitering maybe maybe mm. they you know maybe somebody would want to Tell Joe Lyons or one of the guards there from Simonson to have a word with them, you know, because like, they're going to get a name for themselves. Dara Shine, we've already did another one for Ballon Lock. Uh, he says the lock in back-to-back minor finals for the first time in their history. Obviously, it's worth just mentioning that, but we, we have talked about that in depth, so we won't go into it in any more. Uh, Darren Hardon from Oldcastle says Danny Quinn only have had two pints of stout over the weekend because of the game. Not sure ah, what the... Done. What the significance is with the Ballinabracky and Oldcastle connection there, but um, I know that uh, Oldcastle are gone from the championship and Ballinabracky are in um, the semi-finals. So whatever Mr. Quinn is doing, he's, he's doing a bloody good job with it. Was it a minor semi-final or something? Is that what he was No, it was, a, it was an intermediate semi-final. <laughs> right, so um, fair play to him. Yeah, he's taking it very serious. Keen McFadden uh, said, so Michael's knobber minors on another level at the minute. And I'd have to go along with that. The bit, the... Kicked the living Jesus out of uh, St. Pat's in the Shield semi-final. And we played St. Pat's earlier on in, in with our own under-17s. And I thought St. Pat's were a decent side. So that amalgamation between Nobber and St. Michael seems to be a very uh, good one. And they're obviously going into the Shield final where they probably will take beaten. They'll take on St. Colm Kill's second team in that one, Mick. Um, Laura Kelly says we're told to go for both hurling and football. We've already mentioned that, but that it is very much on now. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, the, 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 it's 
it, it could be it could be one of those years. It's it's been a mad year anyway as it is. But you know, as we said, all four teams. Uh, or sorry, there's three teams in the senior, and there's trim in the intermediate in the in the intermediate, all going for, and I suppose Beliver as well there uh, in the junior, and that are all in the hunt for doubles this year. I suppose trim are in the hunt for a treble. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, they are. Uh, few for the minor as well. Scott Caldwell said Retote's B team on fire against Manalvi in the minor. Yeah, another like again another team that's doing huge work at underage level, massive numbers up there in Rathout, um, and the coaching quality is second to none. So it is. So it, it's just a numbers game up there. Sure. Uh, the Round Towers, so Drumbarra Kilmain amalgamation now in the minor. Mikey Mungi has got in touch to say Round Towers semi-final shock in the minor. And then Huey Corkwood's followed it up by saying Round Towers in the championship final. So, uh, you know, the, the Kilmain and Drumbarra amalgamation is going strong there. Yeah, it could be something similar to Cortown and St. Dalton's, like uh, amalgamating in the future. You might have Drumbara and and uh, Kilmainham uh, uh, amalgamating in the future, Davy. What do you think of those ideas? I, I don't. I don't really have any opinion on them, to be brutally honest with you, Mickey. So uh, not just yet. Not just yet. No, uh, I haven't had for the last three years now. You've asked me this week in, week out. So, uh, like, when it does change, I, I will let you know. Don't worry, you know. Oh, you won't. But, but it'll, be this, it'll be the week that I don't ask you that it changes. <laughs> uh, Ronan Thompson says, Retote never stood a chance against the Brax. And that is, of course, in reference to that Premier Championship final that took place uh, this afternoon between Retote and Balnebracki. And uh, what a win for the Brax in that one. That was Rathod's third team, wasn't it? And Balnebracki's second be, yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still a great win for Balnebracki. As I said, Rathod have huge numbers up there. They probably have, they could probably have five or six uh, adult teams with the numbers they have. Mm. Uh, will Sean Cleary get his first start against Nafina? And that's sent in by John Brady. I don't think he will uh, for two reasons. One, he's underage. And two, his, uh, his dad, Con, is the manager. So I wouldn't say the omens are good for him in that one. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't look good. But look, come here, It's the as I said, it's twenty twenty. Stranger things have happened. Maybe they'll get him a new birth cert or something to get him started. <laughs> James O'Hare, he says, Kieran O'Reilly, young player of the year for St Michael's, and Kieran is of course a son of the legendary Dahi Riley, who took his position in our recent uh, best tens since twenty ten for St Michael's. Um, excellent young prospect there as well as Kieran. Um, so he's been recognised by young James O'Hare. Uh, good uh, compliment to get. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if he's anything like his dad, Dahi, um, you know, he's going to be a seriously uh, good footballer and, and wish him the best of luck going forward. Fergus Bobbitt, strange one, uh, says Brian Moore didn't get a touch of the ball against the Brax. Oh, whose pocket was he in? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not sure. How, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Robbie Farley's next and he said about his own t- uh, teammate Stephen Tierney going back into goals for Oldcastle will he get the call up to Mead um, well he'll have to get Packy Kevin out of goals first of all in Oldcastle which will be no uh, mean feat and thereafter I suppose if, if a county call up comes it comes but uh, yeah interesting one that yeah Packy Kevin was a great outfield player in his day in his latter years in the twilight of his career he's moved into goals and he's doing a great job there um, and he's he's such a committed uh, guy. Like he's he must be forty years of age at this stage, um, and still committed to the cause down there in Oldcastle. And uh, he'll be he'll be one that'll be hard to be pushed out of the goals. Sure, uh, Gavin McVan says Dermot McCabe not going well at all in training. Can't score. Hashtag no rings. Oh my god! Um, hashtag no rings. I don't get. But no. uh, look again. Uh, Dermot uh, McCabe quality quality footballer he is a midfielder doesn't need to be chipping in with that many points but he has been chipping in I remember I think it was the first championship game he kicked four points um, and yeah. it was all the young, it was the young guys who, who, who played well for Summerhill that day I have no doubt that uh, Dermot McCabe looking at his bloodline his father was a great footballer his uncle was a good footballer and uh, you know it'll come to him in that semi-final but they're up against it in that semi-final in the first place anyway. Sure. Uh, Evan Daly says, Nicky Judge's knees go marching on and uh, they do, of course. And we have a famous uh, quote coming up uh, from Nicky Judge, the man himself, about that 
particular statement, which just repeats itself week after week. Uh, so don't miss that one in uh, in our Loyal Royals podcast, Mick. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, a great interview with Nicky Judge. And I suppose the whole interview could have been spent on his knees. Uh, they're that famous at this stage. In fact, we should probably do an interview with his knees and feck yeah. Nicky Judge because they're more famous than he is. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a real Balnebracky team to the podcast this week as you can imagine Kieran Cummins is next up and he says Jack McLaughlin kicking 11 points out of 17 to send the Brax Miners to the county final um, and that was in reference to that Division 3 semi-final against St Mary's uh, 11 points out of a, uh, 19 is, is serious scoring yeah excellent performance by the young man and you know just shows you that Balnebracki have good players coming through in, in, in the next couple of years as well. And there's no reason why they can't be pushing on um, and being a senior team. But these young fellas commit to it and, and give it that they're all kicking 11 points out of 17. That's just bloody remarkable. This isn't. Was it Pierre Fox? Was he was he playing for Balnebracki on the weekend? <laughs> uh, he, he would have got a goal or two as well, mate. Oh, that, that, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a bit to go yet. Yeah, the next one in is Minolte Miners for the Shield. So uh, not to be forgotten, I suppose, out there in, in North Mead, they want to keep uh, people in, in check. Um, Mark Havna, he says, Alan Dunn putting holes in the nets in Navan. And that's again in reference to yet another player in Balnebracki who uh, got one of those goals uh, for the Premier Championship side at the weekend. I'm guessing it was an absolute bullet. It was. I didn't see it, but I believe it was. Um Liam Ward uh, says Connor Arkin scoring the same amount as Cormac Matamo for Kells in the Hurland Championship. Not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, um, they got a tight hiding in the Hurland, did they not? Or is this mm. minor? Yeah, so um, I don't think they put up a huge score in that Hurland match. So, um, you know, yeah. um, it wouldn't have been hard maybe to, to equal somebody's scoring in, in, mm. in a low scoring game. We've one left, and it no is yeah. It just says Clannagale lads very quiet this week. Oh, one in from them. Who did that come in? Well, sorry, yeah, uh, Davey, can you just check? Was that you who sent that in? There's no <laughs> name to that one. It's just come in as anonymous. But uh, yeah, yeah, Clannagale. Look, Clannagale lads are always brilliant, and they always have a bit of crack with the podcast and whatever. And obviously, they'll be licking their wounds this week after losing to Ballinabracky today, and. You know, maybe they're in a pub uh, having an, a, sub, sub, an, a substantial meal and uh, maybe a couple of glasses of wine or something like that with it. So um, maybe they just didn't get home in time to send us in uh, a message. But look, as I said, that Clown Gale team, I have great respect for them. They've been absolutely brilliant the last couple of years. And to get to a quarter final this year and to be drawn, I suppose, un, uh, to be unlucky to be drawn in, a, in, in Group D or E, meant that they had to play a quarter-final. Um, you know, uh, the only two teams that would have to play a quarter-final in any of the three major championships in Mead. So, uh, no, really good year for Clannagale. Really good couple of years for Clannagale. And, uh, no, they're probably they're probably at home licking their wounds tonight and crying into their team. But they'll come back. They will indeed, Mickey. And that's all for this week. Yes, again, none from PS Tapes. None from PS Tapes. Look, PS Tapes is busy at the moment. He's doing his chop, chopping block uh, podcast, and uh, he's busy. I'm getting sick that. of this now. I'm, th- th- this kind of excuse is going to run out for me now, Mickey, fairly abruptly. Yeah, well, look, I'll get on to him. I'll send him uh, your number, and you can discuss this privately. Um, it is disappointing because he usually does come in with something random, and uh, it starts a conversation that maybe nobody else would be able to start but uh, look that's it from the Builder We Are Mead podcast for this week remember We Are Mead why it matters more